favorite ball games, yeah. We're gonna talk about everything you wanna hear. The David Brewer Show, yeah! All right. Hello. Hey, it's the Dave and Crewer Show episode two. Dave and Crewer Show episode two. Here we are. I'm really hyper today, Dave. Let me just get it out there right for all you people. I've been living on nothing but coffee. Six hours sleep the last two days. It's going to be one of those nights. The man is a technical genius, though. It, he's making use of every waking minute. Every waking minute. And I've got, the, the in order to help some of the... Uh, bounciness of sound in the room i have blankets hung everywhere off the fan and <laughs> off the corner of the wall here and uh it's this, just, it, it just looks like a guerrilla warfare bunker it does. it's it's like good morning vietnam good in morning a, vietnam in a bedroom yeah so how you doing dave i'm doing good a little warm uh counting down till summer vacation you as we said last week we're both teachers so this is a very exciting time of year it is it is it's uh time for summer vacation it is time for summer (laughs) vacation i am done as we're recording this podcast i am done right now tomorrow i sleep in and summer vacation starts how about you i i have two more days but (laughs) by the time this podcast comes out i'll be uh good and done all right. Well, um, speaking or, of by the time this podcast comes out at the rate we're going, school might be starting again. <laughs> no, we're going to stick on this one show a week. It's going to be awesome. At this point, we're recording this before the first show has even come out. Well, yeah, we don't need to let the audience know that. Oh, sorry. I mean, yeah. Well, um, speaking of the the last show, um, that now that we've uh, had some time to to sit on it. And uh, comments. Comments. Um, like the vignette. Real funny. Thank you. A little wacky for our taste. Uh, the first show, our, our actual conversation part. I almost said conversating, which annoys the heck out of what me. What do you mean a little wacky, our conversation part? Yeah, I, I just I just think, you know, breaking out trumpets. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little wacky. Yeah. Well, you never know when I'm going to break it out again for you. At- I'm sure the audience loved it. Yeah. Anyway. So, um... <clears throat> Yeah, so that was that was the first show. A little um, getting used to things, yeah. trying to get comfortable. Yeah, uh, getting over te- technical difficulties. Let me go into a little technical difficulty. Dave has a really cheap microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, it's like Bob Barker's microphone on The Price is Right. <laughs> yes, he's holding it's long and silver. It's just like... <laughs> yes, visual gags don't work. Well, everybody can picture the microphone. <laughs> they know Bob Barker. Speaking of... TV legends like that to to just change pace a little bit. Ed McMahon died. I know. I oh, oh, oh. that was that Jabba the Hutt or Ed McMahon? <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 oh! You loved your little Wookie Carson. Definitely Ed McMahon. Thank you. Yes, I've been honing that. <laughs> yeah, he passed away. He was eighty six. Yeah, I can make you know big check jokes. He I, cashed the big check in the sky or you know publisher's clearinghouse. <laughs> You know, now that I'm, now that we're getting a little, now that we're getting a little uh, older, older, and we we start to realize how futile our lives are. Whoa, <laughs> futile, futile. I don't think they're futile. Well, I mean, it definitely, you reach an age where you're like, all right, the end of the road is gonna come sometime soon, and usually we're it's like twenty nine. I'm just saying, it's become coming apparent soon because you you see all these people that you've grown up with and known since birth. <laughs> oh. oh, going to the big talk show couch in the sky. <laughs> but it is it is it is. I was just thinking uh, the other day, growing older and becoming like you know when we're seventy. Think about the people like above us that are real mainstream in our generation right now. Marilyn how- Manson. <laughs> yes. Or mainstream in the early 90s generation. Paul from the Wonder Years. No, but anybody, any actor, any any artist that's like prevalent now, when we're older and, and people start, you know, fading away like that, it's going to be just crazy. <laughs> because my, uh, you know, my you know my our our parents are getting near that age where people they grew up with are now reaching that age where funny funny show it's a funny show i'm just saying it's an interesting perspective i 
Yeah. And and I know we have a long time, but I guess I'll stop harping on this and harping bringing everybody the, because down. Because Ed McMahon died, you've thought about the meaning of yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. uh, All right. Well, you know, Ed McMahon is in a better place announcing. You know, do you think Johnny Carson has like God on the couch every night and tonight? Every single night. <laughs> every single night. <laughs> it's just God, Jesus, and the Virgin Mary. His three guests. And Jaja Gabor. <laughs> is she dead? I don't know. <laughs> and she slaps Jesus. Oh! How's that for? She nice slaps. Did you slap Jesus? It's full of '90s references tonight. It is. Well, um, <clears throat> yeah. After this, I'm going down to the uh, Stone Temple Pilots concert. Oh yeah, yeah. More that, '90s references. More '90s references. Personally, I'll be I'll be watching some MC Hammer. Doing what? You know, filing for bankruptcy. Doing the little pants dance. Yeah. What? He's been in the news lately. He's trying to make a comeback, right? I, yeah, they're doing like some A&E show or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, I did see that little uh, YouTube skit where they uh, all the people in the MC Hammer pants ran into the clothing store and did the dance and then ran out. I haven't seen that. It's like a flash. Uh, uh, what do you call that? Flash. Uh, uh, rave. Flash. It's a skit. It was a commercial for the Hammer Show oh, on a a, I think, but it was like a YouTube like a viral mob. video. Flash Mob. Yeah. Is that like a Flash Flood? Flash Floods. Gonna talk about your drowning children, yeah. yeah. Ow. Why, wh- why in the world did you go down that road? <laughs> it was the only thing, it was the first thing that came to my mind that my worked God, with the syllabus. You are just... Like morbid. I'm working morbid. on. I'm working on only a couple hours sleep. Give me a break here. <laughs> so, uh, change the subject a little bit. See any good movies lately? <laughs> oh, swift uh, transition there. Yeah, well, it's better than talking about. You're death. the king of transitions. Let me just tell you. I that. know. I, I teach transitions. So, Dave, um, you ever collect Hummels? Hummels. Yeah, the little figurines. Yeah, I have. Actually, my my grandmother caught a collector. So, Dave, do you do your checking online? I do. Hey, what's your favorite color? Mine's blue. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm partially colorblind, but I'd have to go with blue as well. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, Dave. With his sleep paralysis, color blindness, <laughs> and what was the other? Uh, I don't know. Somebody I was came up with you the other day. Sleep paralysis. Just yeah, let's... I have sleep paralysis. If if. You... Only when I take naps. Explain this for the audience because I actually looked it up on Wikipedia. Wikipedia, which oh, of is course. you know a reputable site. Why not? You know, you have an affliction. Why not see a doctor and and really find out? You know, what's because gonna... it happens once every couple years, and then I forget. All right. No, it's like this thing where um, mentally in my brain I wake up, but uh, I uh, <laughs> can't move. And like I have to force myself to move. It's mm. like, mm. yes, and I make those noises <laughs> at least in my head. So, do you see any? What do you see? My eyes are closed. What do I see? Whatever I'm dreaming about. Usually, it's me trying to get up, and in the dream, I'm crawling towards something. Now, I've heard I've heard some people have this sleep paralysis where they're not only are they um, seeing or dreaming objects, but they're also seeing things in the room, and they're kind of morphing. So, like you'll see like a just like a horse stand next to your bed. Well, I. Probably uh, the last time it happened, I was taking a nap in my parents' basement, and uh, I was imagining crawling. Oh, you mean your house? No, Just I, I don't live with my parents, but there are people out there that will find that hilarious if they make it this far. <laughs> All right. All right. And the horse was there. Was no horse? No, it was just me crawling oh. and like trying to get people's attention. <laughs> Help me! I can't <laughs> move. And then do you eventually realize you're in the paralysis? Uh, yeah, eventually. It's like uh, Kill Bill. Just one toe. Does that start like no, you get all the just... get all this funky music behind you? No, I I was talking about the part where she just has to move one toe. That's a great movie, Quentin Tarantino. Speaking of Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> how? Wait a second. How is that a better transition than see any good movies lately? Because it, yours, we were what we were. To, I, I don't even. Death. We were talking about death before, and I was changing the subject. Yeah. I was ready to talk about Hummels if we had to. Yeah, but I went from the the dream to the movie to the director. Now we're in movies. Okay, wow, wow. So now, yeah, and and Tarantino does have a movie coming out this summer that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, it does look pretty fun. Inglorious Bastards. 
pretty much beating the crap out of Nazis. I'll be honest about one thing, though. Although I've always loved every piece of uh, Quentin Tarantino's work, I um, watched that trailer and Brad Pitt, I don't know, a little forced. Seems a little forced. I, I think he's supposed to be that Okay. Yeah. If that's how they're going to treat everything, then that's good. Yeah, it looks a little uh, over the top. I don't know if you could tell that, as, you know, carving swastikas into people's heads and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I've liked everything he've, he's done. Uh, even Death Proof. I didn't see Death, uh, Death Proof, but I have the, the DVD. Yeah, it's just, uh, you can't, you know, you can't watch some of those movies expecting, like, genius. You just, you expect I mean, Tarantino. It's just like a roll licking good time. <laughs> Wait a second, what's a roll licking? Moving on. No, 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 no. Rollicking? No. Roll licking. What is roll licking? Like you get a bun? Like and a you Kaiser lick it? roll or, you know, a Portuguese roll, and you lick it while you're watching the movie. It's such a... You really don't, really don't know the phraseology, do it's, you? It's rollicking. Good time. <laughs> Moving on. Um, some other movies, uh, and I've seen all of these because I'm just a, uh, a nerd. Or a hermit. I'm just uh, uh, I love movies and when I see one that's gonna come out I'll go see it and I'll go check out uh, what uh, was that any any genre you're talking to the guy that once sat in a movie theater alone to watch win a date with Tad Hamilton I shouldn't have let that out on air no no you know (laughs) but uh, I'm trusting you not to edit these things up I'm not editing Okay. Uh, but I would like to see... Um, Win a date with Tad Hamilton, too? Um, I would like to really see, be- besides uh, Inglorious Bastards, another movie that, that is coming out, Harry Potter. And you know... Which one is? Is it the sixth one? Sixth or seventh? Or oh, the seventh is the last one. It's not the last one. Yeah, so. this is the next to last one. Yeah, yeah I... Uh, I never read the books. I really want to, but and and I just love how every really? movie has gotten darker and darker. Yeah, you never read the books. I like how he, you don't like. I books. didn't. Yeah. No, I love books. Sorry, I got more sound effects. It's fun. Good. <laughs> Past the six. That's great. All right. Well, no, I don't. I don't want to. I I love <laughs> books, but but I just haven't gotten to these yet because I'm reading other nerdling books like, uh, yeah, I. I mean, Deepak Chopra. <laughs> I am reading a Deepak Chopra as well as um, some uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes. Are you going to move from J.R.R. to J.K.? Some Michio Kaku and Stephen Hawking. Oh. Anyway. All right. Uh, but 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 Harry Potter. I love how they started really innocent. And with, you know, the kids that were into that story back then, the first one was all like, you know, hey, you're going to play some Quidditch and I'm going to... Gonna, I'm gonna put a spell on you, and now they're just like Harry Potter. I will steal your soul, and they've they've grown with their <laughs> they, their audience. That that was one of the impressive things about the series is that that I felt uh, the kids actually did grow and change. Yeah, and, you know, it's not like hey, I'm still 13. I think the next one's gonna be great, and I think the last one is gonna be well. The killer. seventh, they are um splitting. It's so long that they're oh. splitting it into two movies. So there's oh, gonna be seven books eight movies oh that's exciting to hear about yeah um another movie that is coming out soon that we don't really have to harp on is transformers hey special effects hey <laughs> stuff blows up. i didn't right. i saw the first one um i live blogged the first one uh. and uh i don't know megan fox was in it <laughs> and she's a fox <laughs> she's a fox. <laughs> i'm still working on the timing that was a good delay by the audience. Yeah, they just got that joke. They shouldn't have gone. <laughs> um, but but uh, but yeah, Transformers. Whatever. It's gonna be fun with the special effects. But I'm not gonna, you know, not I, looking. Did you did you see the Ebert review? No. It. Uh, we should call it up. It's hilarious. He uh, he trashed it. Cool. Isn't that out uh, this weekend? Maybe this weekend. Yeah. Oh, so well, if you're listening to this, this has already come out. Hey, I, yeah, it was. A, I liked it. It was. It was fun. I thought it was watch. awful. We have a friend. We have a friend who likes every movie he ever sees. That's right. <laughs> he. We, we. We. We should have him call in with movie reviews at some point because we should do. 
We should do a Sops movie review. All right. He'll be our new movie review. Because he liked uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> he liked Patch Adams. <laughs> Although the other night he did say something that I found brilliant. Hmm. He said, I feel bad for the people who don't like all the movies. <laughs> Think of all the money they waste. <laughs> That's and you know, true. Good, kind good of a perspective. Good point. Yeah. All right. Other movies that already came out. Star Trek. Awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to get our guest tonight. Uh, to talk about Star Trek because he had a different of opinion, difference oh. of opinion. I mean, I, I was never a, a Trekkie growing up. I didn't. Uh, I I watched the shows, of course. I watched the movies, but you know, you didn't see me wearing uh, Vulcan ears and traveling traveling to the Javits Center. But this um, iPhone thing is going to be kind of rough because I'm getting like text messages and emails. By the way, well, I can actually edit out those little sounds already. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, you were never. But I'll leave Trekkie. that one in there. Yeah, I was never Trekkie, but you know now. Obviously, like everybody's saying, the movie's reinvented and blah, blah, blah. And, it's and you must have loved Captain Stephen Hawking. You must have loved all the split time stuff. It was cool. I am mm-hmm. a fan of wormholes and uh, parallel existences. But uh, moving on. Right now, there's another Dave and Kruger show that's actually hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're living in that timeline, you're lucky. Yes. And uh, that Dave White is an 84-year-old Japanese man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you, you you'll have to do your own sound effects. Terminator. Terminator. Uh. Yeah. Action pack. Even Sops said parts of it were cheesy, oh. so you know. Although I like the uh, Schwarzenegger twist. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Was, I mean, I thought fun. it worked within the movie, and you know, it was a fun movie. Yeah, stuff blew up. Um. Christian Bale's got to just, like, take a break from some movies. He's in too many things I'm now. looking forward to his him and Johnny Depp's movie, the, the, the Dillinger one, though. Yeah. What's that called? Um, I don't know what it's called. but uh, Public Enemy. Public Enemies, yes. I, Michael Mann, great director. Yeah. Mm. Uh, comedy. The Hangover. Hilarious. It was very good. You, you saw it? I did see it. When? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was I- awesome. Yeah, very funny. The um, pictures at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the part with the baby and the guy that he had a beard. <laughs> no, I really did see it, though. Yeah, no, it was funny. It was um, good stuff. Uh, yeah, it was kind of... I didn't see it. Oh, sorry. Didn't see up. Up. Did not see up yet. Um, Maybe when my Optimum Online Rewards card <laughs> finally comes in or I borrow it from someone. <clears throat> I laughed. I cried. Did you really cry? I got a little choked up. At the beginning, I hear the beginning is a little bit of a tearjerker. Yeah, they keep on going back. You know, his wife has passed away and they keep on going back to that. Oh, that's not a spoiler. Don't worry. And they keep on going back to that over and over. And after a while, it's just like, all right, again, we get it. He's sad. But, um, you know. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to touch this thing. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, now, the next uh, movie... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Another movie that was supposed to be huge was Wolverine, but it was just Ugh. like... You Did know. you see it? Uh, yeah, so... You actually saw that one, too? Yeah, it's You not... really see every movie. If... Yeah. Was it good? If there's buzz about it, I'll probably see it. Uh, I mean, I'm a was... Marvel Comics fan. I, yeah, I... me too. Mm. But, but just going into it, you just got to be like, you know, I'm just here to have a good time. Let's watch some movies. And and that was the kind of movie where it's just, you know, like, hey, I got Admantium. Hi. Hi. Regenerative. Regenerative. Either way. Um, let me ask you something. Where do you see, obviously, a movie theater, that's the pun, but where, if, if we can get a little more into Jersey kind of thing, where do you see these movies? My favorite movie theater now is the uh, one on, in the Paramus, uh, no, no, uh, Garden, Garden State Plaza. Yeah. But you do have the Optimum Rewards card, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Um Sometimes on Tuesdays, I'll go catch the free movie with my optimum card at Allwood Cinema in Clifton. Allwood Cinema was probably built, and it was probably state-of-the-art in 1958. <laughs> in 1958, it was one theater. The screen was huge! Yeah, it was a, a great theater, and then they split it up into five, six theaters. Mm. And uh, it's like watching a movie on a TV, on oh. your computer screen right here. But it's one of those one of those movie theaters where you just walk, and it's like... You're just stepping in like an inch of whatever's on the floor and all the seats are too close and it's uncomfortable. It's terrible. But uh, yeah. But there's one movie that I'm truly looking forward to. I'm still thinking about the Allwood Theater. 
<laughs> and and that movie is Dance Flick, which I think is going to be the surprise <laughs> of the summer because, you know, the Wayne brothers never do wrong. You know, they did have a good good movie and I'm going to get you sucker. I'm going to get you sucker. Never fails to crack that me. Was up. like what early 80s it had to be. Maybe yeah. early 90s, right around the in living color days. Well, that's because the older brother was still involved. He was still funny. And Damon. Uh, so they, they, they were yeah. funny, but then these are the... <laughs> the comedy gene didn't hit Marlon. Marlon and... Uh, who's the other one? I don't know. Wayans. Yeah. And and no. <laughs> Although the theme song to their TV show was hilarious. It was funny. My brothers. Give me a high five. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So so I think it was a decent summer for movies. Yeah, not bad. Um, is there anything else coming out? Like, I don't think so. There's nothing really. Usually, there's like a list of movies I want to see, and really, I'm just down to Public Enemies and um, Glorious Bastards. Maybe Harry Potter. I, I'll I'll check it out, but mm. a lot of negotiations got to go on for me to see some of those movies. Mm. Or Ryan has to. Uh, the Crewer has to be free. <laughs> uh well. So that's movies and death and what else did we talk about? This little break. Yeah. Hummels. <laughs> My sleep paralysis. Why do things keep coming out about me and nothing about you? Dave played the trumpet. Dave has sleep paralysis. Dave's colorblind. What about Crewer? What about Crewer? I'm an enigma. That's yep. all you need to know. <laughs> end of story. And that's the end. And that's the end. And that's the end. Thanks. All right, I'm here with uh, Ed Champion, a book reviewer, a blogger at edrance.com, and a valuable member of the Bat Segundo Show. Are, would you call yourself a member? Uh, well, I would only call myself a member if you got out the ruler. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. But you are the proprietor, the creator? I, I think it's safe to say that I am the third leg of the Bat Segundo <laughs> Show. Yeah. That is that. Tell us... Uh, Obviously, uh, Crewer and I are just getting into podcasting, so we figured we'd give you a call since you're a savvy pro. Um, oh, really? I, I've actually fooled you? Yes. You lead me to be savvy and professional? Well, sir, I, I think I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, plead the fifth, perhaps, unless you can answer a legitimate question to demonstrate these two modifiers. Uh, well, you did interview me. Right. See, and I felt that you were savvy in tricking me into your difficult questions about uh, Jackson Dunn and his his uh, enemy, his antagonist. And I thought you were very professional, though you you didn't let me get angry. You were able to pull back. Well, I think, Mister White, that you were also part of the interview because my interviews involve a conversation between two people, and I was savvy, and you were savvy, and together, you and I, Mister White, were both savvy and. No, that's 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 good to know. I'm I'm glad we were both savvy and professional. So, what what? Mr. White, are, yeah. are you convinced that you are not savvy and professional? Because I'm going to go ahead and have to defend you, sir. Oh. You are savvy and you are professional. Well, I appreciate that. I'm I'm still working on it. The savvy part. Oh, you're you're, you're not professional. <laughs> I am professional. I'm. I have not authored books. You have authored books. True. You're more professional than me. Well, the art. I appreciate that. But we're talking about the world of of podcasting actually I'm ah the world of podcasting well given that i make almost no money off of the podcast <laughs> the question is, is whether i'm a professional or not mr white you be the judge you make the call as they used to say in those 60 millimeter films that aired in between football games you remember those yeah i know that was before my time i think that's before your time oh yeah. yes i'm one of those old bastards okay, you you old. are yeah. both of those things Yes. Wow. And savvy and professional. Yeah, you, you I'm a savvy professional old bastard. You, what are you, sir? I'm you, sir? I'm just Dave White. That's you're what Dave I'm going White? for. Yeah. No, no. I mean, come on, man. I know that you're more. Than uh, Dave White. I know, but uh, we have to remember this is a PG-13 show, so. Uh, okay, can, can I say bastard? <laughs> yeah. Acceptable? We'll go with that. I, I, I That's fine. Bastard on television, so therefore I think it's it's PG. It's not even PG-13. We're talking about uh, you know savvy professional old bastard. I think that is an acceptable term for a PG-13 I, I do believe that's acceptable, too. But uh, how you've described me at times, um, we're not going to repeat on the air. My uh, oh, given middle name. No, I've said nothing but good things. No, 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 no. Remember, we used to have conversations of what I had to be. 
yes. Are, when... you, are you getting a certain operation that involves no, no, no third legs. We're we're not talking about that. I'm talking about attitude oh, wise. You're, really, you're, you're gonna get rid of the third leg? No. Oh. Really wow. <laughs> I, I didn't think we were that serious. Uh, well, whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well. Okay. So yeah. anyway, you had a question. Yeah, I did. Uh, I was trying to get your thoughts. How did you get into this world of podcasting? Well, I got into the world of podcasting not knowing that I was actually entering the world of podcasting, as many people who enter certain worlds often do. Um, I wanted to interview a gentleman, a wonderful writer, by the name of David Mitchell, who I really particularly admired, uh, decided to go ahead and set it up, uh, awkwardly called him Mr. Mitchell, and the rest is history. Uh, I developed a particular alter ego named Bat Segundo, who introduced each particular show, a name that was taken from Mr. Mitchell's first novel, Ghost Ridden, an excellent novel, Cloud Atlas is also quite good. In fact, all of his books are quite good. He is a wonderful writer. He is one of our best contemporary writers, second only to Dave White. Oh, thank and, you. And uh, basically, uh, the rest of history, uh, publicists contacted me, I contacted publicists, and now we are almost 300 shows in for a rather crazy operation, although I would recommend, if you have not heard this program, to start roughly around maybe 40, 45 shows in, because that's when I really knew what the hell I was doing. Oh, that, well, why, uh, why the alter ego? Um, because it's fun, uh, because it's also quite, uh, well, you know, I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you, Mr. White. Um, I, I have to pay $300,000 every year in alimony to my six ex-wives <laughs> and I don't want them to know that I'm actually doing this podcast because, you know, certain inquiries can be made with the Bat Segundo character. I can, uh... And I can uh, sort of claim that that's not me. Therefore, the alter ego is necessary in order for me to produce hours upon hours of entertainment for free for you, Dave White, for you, for everybody. I know. I've tuned in several times. I I think uh, my favorite so far has been the Laura Lipman interview. I thought that was well done. It was like a master class. Yeah, it was it was pre coffee. It was pre coffee. There, wow. the, you were coffee for these interviews. Oh, they're fun. They're very fun, but Dave you guys were throwing White, around. No, 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 no. Let's 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 go ahead and clarify this. Dave White, you have a brain. I know. Like I said, you are. Uh, David Mitchell is my favorite writer, second only to you. Wow, well, thank you again. For you to suggest that you cannot possibly imbibe or drink in a Laura Lipman conversation before the coffee. I, I'm, I'm frankly quite surprised because I've already qualified you, sir, as the great writer. Uh, that's why you were on the show. You you have to be included among these, these giants. Well, you know? it's all done caffeinated. That's, what can I say? Well, you, you, didn't, do, you didn't do this interview caffeinated, as, as I remember. No, I was definitely caffeinated. Oh, no, you weren't caffeinated. <laughs> oh, alright. <laughs> did, did you take some caffeine before the interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So. Anyway, I'm sorry. You had another I did, um, we've been talking about the summer movies, and, and we've been talking about some of our favorites, and I know you had a uh, particular uh, stance on Star Trek. Yes, I did. Um, yes, I, I, I thought it would be uh, disappointing. Why is that? Well, uh, because, uh, well, it just, it, just wasn't, uh, it just wasn't smart enough. I mean, uh, you know, and I, I mean, if, if you want to have a summer movie, I, the one I can recommend to you is Drag Me to Hell, because mm. this is just a lot of fun. It's fun in a smart way, but not in a sort of condescending way, and it's just outright fun. It's clear that the filmmaker, Sam Raimi in this case, absolutely loved making the movie, and right. I would see it again. In fact, I almost did see it again. In fact, I will see it probably again at some point, because it's, just, it's my favorite movie of the year, Drag Me to Hell. It's, it's wonderful. Star Trek, on the other hand, was a corporate production <laughs> that asked us to believe that three gentlemen could possibly uh, go and, and, and dive into a uh, planet's atmosphere nothing more than suits, uh, thus defying uh, the notion of burning up into... Well, it atmosphere. wasn't like business suits. They were, you know, well, atmosphere-protecting so, suits. Even so, sir, there is this thing called gravity. There is this thing called atmosphere. There is also the notion of a space elevator uh, going around this particular planet. I don't want to give it away. Right. Uh, that actually is not in geosynchronous orbit with the planet, and therefore somewhat suspicious. There is 
What did you bring, like, a telescope with you to see this movie? No, no. I mean, I am not a scientist, sir, but let me let me assure you that the gentleman I saw the film with, uh, uh, we went to a diner after the movie, and we proceeded to discuss the science of this movie and became uh, quite disappointed in it. And, and we're not science people. I'm not a scientist. Science was the worst subject I had in high school. <laughs> Mine too. The worst in science. And it, look, if an idiot like me can, in fact, uh, you know, recognize bad science, uh, what? why didn't everybody else? Well, it's because, you know... We're in a terrible economy right now, so therefore, the bar grows lower. Therefore, a movie like Star Trek, which, you know, is dumb fun, I suppose, for some people, gets highly, uh, high accolades. And, uh, but I, I didn't particularly care for it because I just thought it was, it was dumb. I thought the casting was actually okay. Mm-hmm. But it was clear that the people who made this movie uh, simply didn't have much in the way of, like, you know, basic questions. I mean, Dave White, yes. he's got millions upon millions of dollars. Right. For perhaps twenty thousand dollars, you can hire a scientific consultant to get the damn details right. I mean, is that too much to ask? I mean, do you have to beg for that, that twenty thousand dollars hypothetically to go ahead and say, "Hey, you're a science, uh, you're a scientist. I'd like to run this script by you. I'd like you to, to tell me if this is scientifically accurate." I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that J.J. Abrams and his writers didn't bother to do that. They, well, they went ahead and produced a movie that was just scientifically. Uh, and yet, and, uh, and and here we have a scenario that I mean, unlike the previous Star Trek movies, which okay, the slingshot effect in uh, City on the Edge, no, not City on the Edge Forever, Assignment Earth, the old mm-hmm. Star Trek. So God, I'm a geek. Yeah. Uh, as well as Star Trek Four, the notion of going and doing the slingshot effect by traveling at warp speed around the sun, so that you might uh, travel past and you know, travel travel backwards in time. Okay. It, it's kind of corny. It's kind of uh, not entirely feasible. Uh, they don't entirely explain it, but you can kind of buy that. But you can't necessarily buy the idea of three guys in nothing but spacesuits going into an atmosphere and not burning up. Right. I mean, I mean, they're, if their spacesuits were not. But um, at the same time, you were able to buy "Drag Me to Hell." That was factual to you. That was scientifically. Drag Me to Hell was well because "Drag Me to Hell" actually had some brain. Actually, you know, it. I haven't it seen it, so. I have yet to see it. Uh... Oh, you've got to see Drag Me to Hell, Dave White. I How know. How can we have a conversation about cinema if you haven't seen the movies that we're talking about? <laughs> well, there's a lot of lot of negotiations that have to go on for me to see that movie. Lots of negotiations? What's the safe word, sir? <laughs> I don't have a safe word. You don't have a safe no. word? I'm surprised. I, I, I thought that we had agreed to have a safe word before we initiated this conversation. <laughs> so, um... Alright, well, no, you make you make very valid points, and, and uh, I'm, I was interested to get your take because I know... In advance, he didn't like it, and we both enjoyed it, so I was curious as well, to that's why. that's fantastic, and if you enjoy uh, Star Trek, that's, I mean, I just didn't enjoy it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I honestly think you should see Drag Me to Hell, and, and if you see Drag Me to Hell, you and your co-host and your cohort should uh, talk with me, and we can discuss why Drag Me to Hell is a wonderful, fun, brilliant movie that is literally 50 times better than All right. Star Trek. All right, yeah. that's a deal. It's a deal. Um, we have, we're, we're running a little long, so we have one more question for you. What what uh, what advice? Since I've already said you are savvy and a professional and an old bastard, what advice would you give to us young nubile podcasters? Young nubile podcasters. <laughs> well, I would suggest uh, uh, besides to seeing Drag Me to Hell, engage in any way uh, to attract as many groupies as possible. <laughs> uh, feed them lots of snacks. Uh, offer them lots of drinks, and uh, and also ensure that there's a lot of acrobatics. <laughs> that you you have a, a, the beginnings of a fan base. All right. Um, those particular groupies can then uh, enlist other groupies, so that you can have the Dave White Empire, the podcasting <laughs> empire, and they can go and disseminate how brilliant and virile both of you are. <laughs> and uh, and as such, you will have the beginnings of world conquest, world podcasting conquest, and you, in fact, could possibly improve upon what. Well, I mean, I 
based off of that uh, criteria, you, Dave One, uh, are in the position to conquer Gaul. Divide it up between you and your cohort. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate the uh, the uh, accolades, among other accolades. things. Absolutely. Accolades. <laughs> Thank you right. so much for having me on the program. Thank you for coming on. Hey, okay. all right, how are you going. doing in here? What did I tell you about being in my house? <laughs> See you later. Get out of here. Dave and Crew here. Dave and Crew know. is show number two. Yeah, episode Hello. two. Um, you know it's weird. Hmm. Both times I've come here, yeah, I I get the seat where I get to stare at Brian Wilson. <laughs> just and that picture. There's a picture of 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 Crewer with Brian, and uh, I got to meet him. He's the man. Yeah, but it looks like you printed out a negative. The shading of this picture. It's like he looks really sweaty and greasy. <laughs> he was, and you look. I was. <laughs> You look like you wore your sunglasses in the sun too long. Uh, that was in the winter, but the shading. I uh, tell yeah. that story. Tell us about Brian Wilson. Oh, by the way, Ryan Crew, character in my novel "The Evil That Men Do," a detective, fan of Brian Wilson. Well, then it's true to my heart. Um, and has a porno mustache. <laughs> do you go into detail about that? Did you read the book? I don't remember the porno mustache exactly. Well, I don't think I really described the porno mustache. Oh. But I picture... Oh, so that was just in your head. Yeah. Oh. Porno mustaches. I'm going to have to Jeez. put out some notes. Why don't I just shut up? <laughs> we, uh, um, I, I am a huge... As I said last show, I'm a huge Beach Boys fan. And of course, Brian Wilson is the man who uh, man. wrote all the songs and most... No, most of the songs. You know, he's the guy. I'm a fan of the vegetables. <laughs> We're going to chow down the vegetables. Love you most of all. I, Our favorite I, vegetable. Table, table, veggie. Why, why? Why vegetables? Why did he decide to do a rap? Um, what happened? <laughs> all right, one question at a time. Vegetables, I'm pretty sure, is a um, is code for drugs. <laughs> Thank you, because <laughs> it's um you know, please send us a letter with your favorite vegetables. Everything was code back then in that wainy zany time. Wainy zany. And and anyway, I got to uh, meet the man. Wait, his wait, 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 wait! I wanted to hear more. What happened? Why a rap? Why a rap? Well, uh, Brian Wilson had some rough times in his life. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's just say I'm sure he was forced into it, but um. <laughs> If you um if you want everyone to go if you want to go search for this rap Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys did it's, it's from the late 80s it's called Smart Girls it's I love Brian Wilson but I feel that way about it too <laughs> uh, Yeah it's Smart Girls it's got like quotes from like all the early Beach Boys stuff like put to this beat like yo I was a California guy and the California girls it's just bad Yeah so I I went to his I, I'm a I'm a member of the forum on his website brianwilson.com. What? You're a message board <laughs> forum member of the Brian. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, you, put, you spend time of your day posting very very rarely messages. I I usually go to see if he's playing anywhere. I see sometimes he posts. Do you start very rarely? But when he posts, do you follow it up with OMG? I'm first, like as a response. No. I barely post. I just I, sometimes I read other posts and I, I check out what's going on. One, thank you. Hmm. Well, the the contest months ago. This is back in December. There was a contest. Uh, meet Brian Wilson. There was all these. Um, there's one grand prize where somebody was flown to New York to see him, and then there was like eleven little mini 
uh, local prizes where you can win a couple tickets and you get to meet Brian. Um, how, how? You had to how? send in a uh, a little letter on the website. You know wh- why you sh- why you think you should uh, meet Brian Wilson. And do you have that essay still? I do. Can you read it? Uh, I don't have it on me right Pause here. Pause it and find it. All right. I'm looking for it. All right, it's, it's recording. Uh, He's looking for the essay. Oh, my fingers are crossed. Sandbag me to play the trumpet last week. It's pretty long. I'll, I'll, it, it's pretty long. Wait, I'll just give you a little. Wait. Wait. What? It's laminated. It's, yeah. I, you laminated I'm gonna your put essay? It up. To... It, I've got everybody's signature. Look, Brian right, Wilson right, right there oh, and everybody in the band. Okay, like and 10 Janine members. Garofalo's? <laughs> is that who that is on top there? Janine Garofalo. I no, don't know. Jeffrey Fosquette, his his oh. guitar player. And he was actually in the Beach Boys for a short while. Oh. Me and Brian Wilson. Um, yeah, he right. was just holding up a picture of him and Brian Wilson. Yeah. Uh, we'll put that on the uh, Dave and Crewer website. We will. Mm. All right. Oh, dear Brian. Yeah, go ahead. I was just thinking, huh? can you read this in the vein, like with harmonies? <laughs> yes, I'll go on a multi-track later and have some. Behind me speaking. All right. Dear Brian. Well, first of all, thank you for a lifetime of amazing music. God has given you a talent and you are one of the handful of people in the history of man to discover it and use it to its full potential. Wait a second. In the history of man. Yes. Think about... <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you agree. You got You got to think. I was trying to win a contest yeah. versus many, probably hundreds. And <laughs> you know what the thing is? I went on the website. I was reading everybody's else's entry on the forum and everyone was you know saying oh i've had such a rough life i'm i'm you know i've i've I gone through depression and were like they getting, you and were they getting picked no they i mean some of them might have <laughs> some of them might have for the other uh con- other areas but one of the things i said in my uh let's see when we gotta find it and uh, no, 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 no. keep going history of man all right all right i'm gonna start with my point I'm an elementary Wait, band teacher. Wait, there was probably much more, though, good stuff in that first no, opening that paragraph. No, that was it. That, I'm, I'm continuing. All right, I'm an elementary band teacher and professional musician, though I'm a huge Mahler fan. I got to meet my trumpet. <laughs> All right, you're, you're learning about me now. I said okay. I was an enigma before, Mahler? but now, now, uh, now I'll Can go into depth. Can you explain to our book reading audience who Mahler is? Yes. Mahler is a, uh, a late romantic composer. Did his stuff sound like this? Um. Yeah, actually, some of it. <laughs> All right. I got to meet my trumpet well, idols, Maynard Ferguson and Phil Smith. He's the tr- principal trumpet player of the New York Philharmonic. The Phil. You are by far my biggest influence. I am in love with everything you do. <laughs> my life is... I had, to, I had to ham it up. I mean, I really everything wanted to win. Everything you do, including the bad stuff. My life is filled with music every waking hour. And in that life, you have been the most constant and inspiring voice. You have also been constant and inspiring in a world that at times seems like it would literally fall to pieces. <laughs> No. Your music helps me live my life as I think it should be lived, joyous and full of laughter, creativity, and new experiences. Listen, this is the part that I make my point uh, about the other post. Though it is fortunate in life, I suppose it's unfortunate in this contest that I have no real detrimental experiences in my life thus far. I see many of the entries telling a sad story of what downers their life has been. Your music has been cert- has certainly lifted me out of some holes I've been in, but I believe more like importantly, Bugs Bunny. it's kept me out of holes I could have fallen into. Ooh, ooh. I go on, I go on about about my background and in, uh, in music and 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 music in my family and how, how I grew to love the Beach Boys and and Brian Wilson. How, how did you grow to love the Beach Boys and Brian Wilson? My daddy. Why didn't you like I don't know Dennis? <laughs> I love Dennis too. Oh, okay. he was a he had some really solo music. Have you ever heard his solo no, stuff? No, no. I'm going to give you a CD, Bamboo. Bamboo. Or uh, Pacific Ocean Blue. These are two... Likes to rhyme. These are two uh, albums that he... One was unreleased, Bamboo. The Pacific Ocean Blue was uh, a great album. Okay. And it's very underrated. And you might actually like it, knowing your tastes. Yes. Okay. Right. Emo. No. Emo. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I just can't, I you know I wrote like a page and a half. It was really well done in my opinion, and and it it because it you helped read me the, won the read the closing paragraph. I, I, we, you got to close it out for us. I'll I'll read you the final two. No, the final two paragraphs. All right, they're short. Uh, a part of me really wishes I grew up in the '60s, like smoke, like smoke, like most of your fans. 
I feel I relate to that generation a bit better than mine. I know the world wasn't perfect then. Ryan often walks around putting flowers in barrels and guns. And peace. Yeah. But it seems to be getting so out of control now, it seems being born 30 to 40 years earlier would have been a blessing. But I also feel the obligation to try and continue teaching my generation and younger generations the quality ideas and artistic revelations that were born during that period. You were and continue to be. One of the biggest reasons that era was so important to the artistic culture of our existence as a species. Holy Jesus. I believe it. I mean, you think, of, you know, Beethoven, what? Mozart, Our existence Bach, as a species. Britney Spears, Bi- Brian Wilson. These are all, you know, game changers. Mr. Wilson, you deserve every, every accolade you received and even more so deserve one that you haven't received. My you have love. become a mountain of a man while facing things Whoa! most people can't fully conceive. You will be with me musically and inspirationally my entire life. And I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And I won and I got to meet him. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I got to meet him. Uh, it was it was a fun time. Got to sit really close for that concert. And uh, yeah, I'll never forget it. In Montclair. It, it was in Montclair, yeah. the Wellmont I'm Theater. I'm sure there were a ton of entries from yeah. uh, the Montclair area that you had to beat out with all your hyperbole. <laughs> Who knows? I just can't believe I won. I mean, that, it was it, it was amazing. Had you, had, did Brian Wilson call your house? Was it like, uh, yeah. No, this was all done with his people. This, you did, but you got a phone call? I got, uh, yeah, initially an email, then a phone call. Major and- award? <laughs> There's a major award. <laughs> you got a Brian Wilson leg as a, uh, you know, these iPhones. I keep getting text messages. That's okay. And as I said, I can I can uh, turn that off. I guess you can. But and also, you can turn off your notifications. I did turn off my notifications, and I'm still getting texts. <laughs> All right. Yeah. In settings, you went to. Yeah, in settings. That's how I turned off the aim. Um, you are using your iPhone today for your sound effects. <clears throat> I am a uh, new. Uh, What's that program called? Moop. 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 Checking out the moop. And uh, having a lot of fun with it. It's a lot better than last week when we only had, we had to come up with like I missed the siren. Oh. I missed the siren. I've well, why don't you use this siren on here? There is no siren on here. Oh, uh, there's I've... this. <laughs> oh, that's not exactly that's the siren I'm looking for. Well, I got I got my iPhone out too. Okay, okay. So the new iPhone Three came out. GS. past two Friday last, last Friday. Friday. Um, I was in line. At the Apple Store, ten to seven. Did you write Stephen Jobs a letter? <laughs> yes, to I told him. I told him to eat one. something. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, that guy just had a liver transplant. <laughs> oh, oh. Why are they keeping that so under wraps? I mean, stocks, ah. evil corporations. Mm. Well, <laughs> that's not me thinking Steve Jobs. You know, I don't. Uh, uh, I know. I pressed the wrong button. So um, there was a little bit of a wait, but I was in which, there which and out of there within an hour. Which Apple store? Uh, Garden State Plaza Garden yet State. again. No, no. I take that back. Short Hills Mall. Ooh, did but, they valet your car? <laughs> no, there was no one there at that time. <laughs> um, so, But the amazing thing is that I, I, I was only behind a couple people online, but the whole process still took an hour. I mean, you needed to verify your information with three different people. It was it was tight. It was like. Like and there it. were people being turned away, like left and right. I saw people just like complaining, and then there were some some folks that didn't have the right credentials. It wasn't like it's like getting a passport. Account. Yeah. Wow. I needed my passport to get it. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Not really. Not really. Okay. But um, you know, my. the the uh the phone. I I I've been a a customer of AT and T for years, so mm. it was easy to take care of that that part of it. And can I just tell you that. I uh, I love this thing. I yep. Yeah, uh, now you've had it for. I've had it for about a year. Um, upgraded to the last model, the three G, not the three GS. Yeah. Uh, this one totally kicks your ass. Yeah, I know. I don't. I I can't take video. How am I supposed to Twitter this stuff, Dave underscore White at Twitter? Um, how am I supposed to Twitter like videos? Or I just Twitter pictures. Yeah. On my TwitPic. Well, um, some of the new changes that they came out with is finally with the new software anyway that everybody's going to do. And you're finally going to be able to text and uh, text no, pictures. I was going to say we can and text videos. Yeah. I've texted you several times in the past few days. <laughs> yes, I know. It's got a uh, it's got a new uh, three me- megapixel camera and and it's got this autofocus thing and it's pretty cool though. And you know what's funny is my friends, including Kruer, who didn't have the iPhone used to make fun of me because it was out all the time. This is your life. 
what happened? This is your life. And last night or the other night we were out for dinner, a whole bunch of us. And, uh, I was checking sports scores. They were using every annoying sound making application <laughs> at top volume, cleared the place out. Yeah. Um, what else are you supposed to do with it? Uh, good point. <laughs> I've made, I've made maybe five phone calls on this thing. I know. You, still don't, you don't even have voicemail set up. I call you, you don't pick up and I can't even leave harassing I'm too, voicemails. I'm too, too busy, um, playing apps, playing with my apps, downloading apps. Like which apps do you like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have that many yet, but I, I fool around with these little games that are just big time wasters like paper toss and I'm cube a runner. huge fan of paper toss and brain teaser have you gotten brain teaser yet? i haven't gotten brain teaser word warp is a good one paper toss is just you flick the screen at a little piece of paper at a little crumpled piece of paper and try to throw it into the garbage with can. fan interference and i don't mean <laughs> fan like fanatic i mean fan like ceiling fan yeah you have to There's play the wind, wind resistance yeah um but, i i'm a big fan of the mlb app where you can watch games you can actually watch baseball games and if it's not available to watch you can listen to the audio Nice. Yeah, it's really cool. That, I, that I, one's a little pricey. But. I had the uh, I got the the U.S. Open app, which was free, and I was able to like watch it during the day mm. when I was at school. You have the Brian Wilson app. The <laughs> this fan, is a Brian Wilson app. The fan letter app. I'll be right back. <laughs> the f- Brian Wilson. No, but I've oh, and this the is how to write a creepy fan letter app. <laughs> app. <laughs> I wrote that app. That is. Oh. Hey, it won. It won. I did what I had to do. And you know what? I meant it, damn it. Yeah, you did what you had to do, all right. So there's this app called... (laughs) There's this app called Stealth Grenade. And there's a couple like this. Don't. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Who knows if we even get picked up, the frequencies picked up by the microphones. But it's like an extremely high frequency, probably like 30K or something. It's just this piercing sound. And, you know, people... In their um, getting up there, in their uh, in their age, like Ed McMahon, <laughs> Ed McMahon certainly can't hear it. But uh, you know, it's just this sound that only really young people can hear, and uh, it's it's hilarious. My nephew, who's uh, who's six, was over the other day, and I hit activate on this thing, and he he's across the room, and he just holds his ear. But my dad is, he's like putting it up to his left ear as close as can be, and he's like, what? I don't. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? <laughs> so, but I I hear that that sound. Um, kids are actually in school using that as the uh, their ringtone because the teachers can't hear. And then it's like I, I've it's heard high that. pitched. I've uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, but uh, here is it on? Oh, it's, it's on. on. I can hear it. Oh, ah, ah, really? Yeah. <laughs> How many people in the audience just went deaf? <laughs> If if they haven't been gone deaf by now, they just did. <laughs> but um, yeah, this this iPhone is amazing. I mean, just I the other day, all right. So I play trumpet in a in a a, a pretty good wedding band, and uh, and oh sorry, and the uh, the uh, the band leader the other night on a gig, he comes up to me. The uh, like the bride's father wanted to hear um, "Spinning Wheel" by Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Now, luckily, our keyboard player played. Um, in sweat and tears for a number of years, he knew what he was doing. That was after blood left. Everybody, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> sweat and tears. <laughs> so, so we we um pretty much we, this room right now. Gosh, it's yeah, so hot. I know. I got to keep the windows closed so we don't pick up the birds and the cars and the bees. <laughs> so the uh the the singer, the, our our lo- vocalist and and band leader, he didn't really know the words. So I had my iPhone. Went went to my Safari app. Found uh, spinning wheel lyrics, gave it to him. He like held, held it landscape and was scrolling lyrics, singing it. You know what a lifesaver I was. Yeah, they got to rock out to blood, sweat, and tears because I mean, what goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go round. It's pretty good impression of Mister Blood. That was terrible impression. Who sings? Who? What? <coughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm in love with the iPhone, and really, I do suggest anybody to get it yeah I, if you like technology you like having fun you like throwing paper at a fake piece of paper at a fake garbage can if you like being able to shake your phone and find out where you should eat while playing an ocarina and checking if you're walking north while checking the weather going on to youtube text messaging somebody taking a picture while listening to some boogie music 
This is your if thing. If you like pina coladas <laughs> and taking walks in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Get the iPhone. So Well, there. Apple yeah. just got a nice commercial out of that. Yeah, I know, right? Yep. Considering we've both been holding this thing the entire show. Yeah, did you hear you keep hearing click and link and the yeah. emails and all sorts of things. So that's the iPhone app and Ryan's strange fanaticism with Brian Wilson. Well, wow, we're like Saturday Night Live. We have no idea how to close these skits. Well, <laughs> these breaks, whatever we're going to do. Hey, I got on. an idea. What? Let's listen to this. From Heaven, The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. This is Ed McMahon, along with Gabriel, because Doc isn't quite with us yet. And now, ladies and gentlemen, he is Johnny. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, the show feels complete again. Welcome back, Ed. Well, thank you, Johnny. Glad I made it. What took you so long? Well, Johnny, to be honest, I was getting in all the sinning I could. <laughs> and that was just toasting Star Search. Johnny, I absolutely killed on Star Search. Ed, you haven't killed since those bombings in World War II. Bombing? Are you sure we're not talking about Dave White? No! There's one guy who's not getting up here. Now we're going to have a special segment for you. We've sent our roaming reporter, Jesus Christ, back to Earth to get the scoop on the new iPhone 3GS. Hey, Johnny man. Not sure this is such a great idea, but I have gone undercover to make sure I'm not recognized. I purchased new clothing at Bed Bath & Beyond, and Mary Magdalene is meeting me here at the Apple Store after finding something for herself at Victoria's Secret. Hi, I'm Kevin. What can I help you with today? Greetings, my child. I'd like to purchase a new iPhone 3GS, please. Hey, sorry I'm late, Jesus. I'm sorry, ma'am. You can't wear see-through lingerie in the store. Damn! This would have been totally acceptable back in the day. Yo, I'm gonna get a Cinnabon. Okay, so a new iPhone. Great. Are you an AT&T customer? A what? Okay, no problem. Let me just have your full name. Jesus H. Christ. Hmm, lots of matches here. What's your middle name? Uh, Herbert. Jesus Herbert Christ. Okay, here you are. Oh, I'm sorry. It seems this account is in your father's name. He does need to be here in person for this purchase. Oh, you see, he's a little busy right now, and I do believe all would cease to exist if he had to come down here. Plus, your face would melt at the very sound of his voice. Well, that's a new one, buddy. I'll tell you what. If we can reach him by phone, I'll hook you up. You seem like a real trustworthy guy. I'll take note of that when your time has come, dude. Thanks. Let's see. Hi, Dad? Yeah, it's me. Well, you see, I'm here on Earth, and I'm trying to get this new iPhone, but... No, 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 don't worry about it. I'll be fine. I'm in disguise. No one knows it's me, man. Wait, 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 wait. The pale horseman is saying what? Wait, no. no. Hello? Ah, Jesus Christ. I mean, ah, uh, me. He hung up. Listen, Kevin. I really need this iPhone, Dig. I'd do anything. Really? Would you sell your soul? Look. Visual voicemail. Ooh. So shiny and new. Yes. Yes! I'll do anything! <laughs> the time has come. The Son of God is now mine. All of humanity must bow on my feet. <laughs> well, I don't think that's good. He's wise. He's wonderful. He's that super sultan from the east. Karnak, the Magnificent. Welcome, 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 great sage. Anyone can plainly see these envelopes are hermetically sealed. They've been kept in a mayonnaise jar in Funkin' Wagglesport since noon today. No one! knows the answers inside these envelopes. But you, in your borderline mystical way, will ascertain the answers having never before heard or seen the questions. 
That's impossible. Oh, yes, of course. That's of course what I'll do. Here is the first envelope. May I have absolute silence, please? The audience has been like that all eternity. Jesus Christ, superstar. Jesus Christ, superstar? That's what I said. Jesus Christ, superstar. What Peter said to our Lord and Savior as he was introduced to Michael Jackson. May a hound of hell spend 1,000 nights romancing your great-grandmother's shin. Next envelope, Great Karnak. Here is the answer. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as he raises it to his all-knowing mind. What are two parts of the Holy Trinity and a newly arrived quarterback? May an angry cane offer to plant seeds with you. I hold in my hand the last envelope. Snap, crackle, pop. Snap, crackle, pop. That's it. Snap, crackle, pop. All sounds, Judas Iscariot's neck made the first Good Friday. Oh. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. Hi, Billy Mays here with the Awesome Auger, the world's most efficient and powerful garden tool you'll ever use. Right, right, uh, actually hold up there, Billy. Reality check, you died and you are in heaven. We actually don't have dirt here, just clouds. See? What the hell? This is crazy! Who are you? I'm Simon the Zealot. But please, don't let me stop you. Try something else. Hi, Billy Mays here! If you're having problems with hard water buildup, soap scum, ring around the toilet, rust stains... Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry again. Heaven. Everything is sparkling. Totally clean. A perfect place, really. But I'm sorry, do go on. Hi! Billy Mays here! Want to know the best way to get your stains out in the wash? Now there's OxyClean! The leading mm, choice yeah, in... Yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm being a bit of a broken record here, but if you look around, you'll clearly see we're all naked. We have no shame, hence no clothes. Hence, no need for OxyClean. What the f***? How is this supposed to be the place of eternal happiness if I can't endorse my great products? What the hell should I do? And why are you speaking with an Australian-slash-English accent? You're right. This isn't working out, is it? All that yelling is quite bothersome, too. I suppose there is one place where we can arrange for you to go. You'll fit in quite nicely. So what do you say, Hitler? For only $19.99, you can get this big city slider station for all those restaurant mini-burgers everyone loves. Ich liebe klein Weißschlösser! Great! Billy Mays here! Wunderwall! We're back. Now for our musical guest. Please welcome the one and only Michael Jackson. Hey. I know what it's like to feel fire. But there are no Pepsi ads in heaven. I know what it's like to feel beating. There are no Jackson dads in heaven Where everything is white Like the way it should be I can share my bed with anyone here Little boys are free Just like Neverland A special magic fills the air The king of pop performing For the king of everywhere That's all the time we have for you in heaven tonight, folks. Tune in tomorrow night when one of the poor saps listening to this show will be our brand new guest. God bless.
right, so another episode of the Dave and Crewer Show wrapping up. Yo, yo. Yeah, and that was a that was a fun one. We ran a little long, but I think we were having a good time. It was. If it's if the time's flying, that means you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> uh, no, uh, just like to remind everybody if you'd like to get in contact with us, uh, Dave and Crewer Show at yahoo.com. All lowercase letters, Dave and Crewer Show at yahoo.com. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, you could also visit our blog at uh, DaveAndCrewerShow.blogspot.com. Uh, if you're listening to us there, then you don't really have to remember that. And if you'd like to just get in ta- contact with Dave, then make sure you go to your local mall and visit Limited 2. Yes, because that's, especially over the summer, that's where I'll be. Um, so, another good episode. Uh, Dave, fu- yeah. hold on. Wait, if, what? I forget. Okay, I'm for- need to make sure. I feel like I'm forgetting something too. Some of the music provided tonight was from M- Mevio's Music Alley. Uh, it's a great uh, pod safe um, music site, and uh, you can check it out at music.mevio.com. I was suspect at first, but they have tons of stuff, and a lot of it is great, yeah. as you hear. Um, so so check that out. We're gonna link that on the blog site too. Yeah. Um, are we forgetting anything else? No, you know. Thanks for listening, and uh, no, I still feel like we're forget- Wait a second, huh? we forgot to talk about sports. Oh my goodness! Show's done. Gonna close it out with differently.